Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, happy Tuesday. This is the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use code CHGO to live your bet life, which we hope you're doing, and get up to $2,000 in free bets. Welcome to the Black and Gray podcast, where we are both wearing black shirts and gray shorts. At least we have different color Nikes on. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I'm especially mad about it, as we discussed in our pre-show meeting, which lasted 30 seconds, that uh, I was looking for blue shorts, could not find them in my house. So then the fact that we walked in basically wearing the same clothes just made it even worse. Eh. I'm just mad you didn't tell me I should wear black and gray. I'm sorry. I forgot to send the memo your way. I would have done it. I never got a memo. Partially (laughs) the problem. I think if we had memoed it, then... I'm going with the Logan Square Athletic Club tee. You're kind of like gray and gray, though. Uh, It is. You're like gray and gray. I wouldn't call that black. Oh. Well, it's a great obvious shirt t-shirt baseball needs more tim anderson's which is just a fact that's 100 yeah. percent true that's a cool old school shirt uh yes purchased at a uh f- some sort of festival in uh, logan square because i was a hipster at one point in my life hey, you were full i guess i still am but i'm much older now so you're just older hipster or a dadster yeah is that a thing mm. uh yeah Used to live in Logan. You're like, well, all those cool like restaurants. Our, par- our parents were all hippies, and then like they grew out of it, but they really didn't. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I'm not a boomer though, but uh, you know, <laughs> I I used to enjoy going to restaurants and going to bars and not having uh, a dog that was crazy and didn't want us to leave the house, and then a child that we couldn't get childcare for every night. So you know, yeah, yeah those were the days. Logan Square, Longman and Eagle, uh, what other places? Uh, not three dots in a dash, but the Lost Lake small bar. I mean, you could go on and on. By the way, there's only a 9% chance that Will can hear anything you are saying right now. Because I'm at like 50%. Yeah. So it's been rough. Yeah, (laughs) with your one ear, that's not working. trying to read lips here. Will DeWitt still in with us this week uh, for (laughs) Nicholas Moriano, who is in Punta Cana. Um, and probably still watching the show as we learned yesterday, yep. or maybe we shamed him into not watching it. Yeah, you know, I actually I was going to make a full screen. He retweeted the Bears PR at nine this morning, and I was like, bro, like the, the Dakota Dozier news. I'm like, dude, oh, oh. like you need just, yeah, come on, that's that's not the news we need to be right. retweeting, Nick. You know, just if go Justin, on your vacation. if Justin Fields is going on IR in May, okay, I can, li- and even then I'd be okay if you didn't do it. But Dakota Dozier. I mean, we draw a line somewhere in there. Yeah, like probably way before that, too. <laughs> yeah, like maybe like, well, Justin Fields. Like that's where the line is. Anything <laughs> below that, you should be on vacation, buddy. Um, by the way, earlier when you said that I was green, I just figured you were talking about my hair. I'm, I'm in the same yeah. boat. That's, yeah. that's not why the hat's on, <laughs> but I'm, I'm right there with you, so I would not point that out. However, right. I, I want to mention, today's one of my favorite days of the year. It's not like Christmas, but it 
feels like it almost because it's middle of June and there's not a lot to talk about, but the Bears training camp schedule oh, wait. was released. You're not talking about the summer solstice? Because I was going to say happy solstice day to both Is of it you. solstice day? Uh, see, this is a depressing day for me, though, when it comes to that because I don't want shorter, it to start right? getting darker earlier. I mean, come on, man. Just enjoy the longest day of the year. Hottest possible, I'm going to, but yeah, it's also 100 degrees out. Um, I'll tell you this. I will be outside tonight on the patio, and I will enjoy it all the way to the point where it gets dark. And I'll toast to you, Lawrence. Well, what's the uh, Tuesday night drink of choice at the Hogue household? Um, depending on the temperature, but I'll bet you by about that time, we're, we're on to the old-fashioned. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like it's a little too hot for me to be enjoying an old-fashioned. That seems well, more it's of a, cold. It has ice I, in it. Yeah, I know. It's more of a fall-winter drink for me, but that's fine. Sounds no, delicious. No, you go year-round on the old-fashions in the, in the Hogue house. Um, yes, Christmas Day. For Will. That's right. For Not me. me. Training camp. I, I love training camp. It's, yeah. I've been going there since I was a kid. Uh, that's where I first met like a lot of my favorite Bears players. You know, Peanut Tillman, Robbie Gold. I, I'll mention it, although I'm embarrassed to say it, Rex Grossman, Grossman at the time. I even got an autographed jersey of his, and then Kyle Orton took over, and you know things kind of changed. But we, ha- we have established your long history of unfortunate jerseys. That's right. That's one of them, and I don't <laughs> think that's actually been mentioned on the show. I don't think we got to that one, Ned. We did no. not yet. You buried the lead on that. Ha, buried. I was thinking bear, but yeah. anywho. I will say I've only owned two Bears jerseys my entire life. One is a Hall of Famer. The other one will be a Hall of Famer. So that's Walter and Devin Hester. Oh, accurate on Hester. The other one was Brian Urlacher. Hey, you made the okay. wrong choice there. On that that was my first Bears jersey was Brian Urlacher. I could not tell you where they are. Uh, maybe someday when my son will wear them, if I can ever, ever find them. But those are the only two Bears purchases of jerseys. That uh, So I feel pretty good about that hit rate. I should say now for my son, I think it was Jordan Howard and Mitch Trubisky. Oh, my son has so, Mitch. Yeah. I got Jordan Howard. We both went to IU. We share a birthday. I had to do it. And then he got traded. I got it for my birthday, and he got traded two months later, I think. I still feel good about Jordan Howard. That was a fifth-round pick. It was a, it was a he was in the whole mock pick. draft. I feel good about that. I'll take the victory lap on that. Um, not so much the uh, Target version jersey that was purchased, I think, in Bourbon A, the <laughs> morning of a practice where my wife wanted to get – James was probably two or three at that point, um, maybe four. And that was the only jerseys they had at the Target. Those uh, Target jerseys. In they're, they're Bra- I guess that's technically in Bradley, I think, where that is. Um, I also want to address the uh, – This is we have a lot of cool memorabilia here at CHGO. Um, based on the camera angles, which you don't have right now, there's a shelf back here that has a lot of stuff. There's another shelf. We keep a lot of stuff over there. And then that's how we put the tables together when we transition between show and show. Um, and this is my favorite item here, <laughs> this <laughs> random fake plant. It's real. No, it isn't. Yes, is it, it is. Look at those. Those are growing leaves. That's real dirt in there. Yeah, oh, look at that. That's soil. Yeah, those are growing. Those are new shoots, if you will. I didn't if you know want anything to talk. grow in here. Well, I guess it is kind of a greenhouse in here. CHGO so. greenhouse. CHG yeah. grow. Um, oh, nice. CHG grow. Yeah, okay. Well, I apologize to the plant. Is that what we call it? <laughs> You're fake. Oh. Uh, it's a plant, <laughs> yeah. Hashtag fake plant. No, it's real. Real, real. Very real, real plant. Real plant. Um, but it's my favorite item because one day Lawrence just wrapped a bear sock around it. And made it a bear's item. Well, yeah, you know, we had the the plant in the pot you get at the store, and it was just kind of boring. We also had these bear's socks, which I thought, 
what are we going to do with those? You just lay them on the table? That looks odd. So I just Or like wear it. them every day? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we could wear them every day, but cover up those stick legs of yours. But, uh, you know, we decided <laughs> to put them around the plant. Now we have some nice potted, uh, you know, nice a nice bear's sock vase. I think that's a... I should go on Etsy. I feel like I can make 25 bucks for that, probably. You could. Yeah, I, I'm sure you could. Chris, you know what Etsy yeah. is. Compliments of Mary Beth Kaduk. That is oh. correct. Apparently, according to Kevin Kaduk chiming in in the comments. So I guess we have to give proper credit there. Um, anyway, so this is the Between One Fern podcast today. Yeah. Apparently so. And uh, speaking of the chat, we've got a beautiful, wonderful super chat. Oh, good old Mason. From our guy, Mason West. Who says, oh, hi, Will. Hey, Mason. What was the first jersey y'all owned? Mine was a teal Ricky Williams. Pure drip. Hogue, how has b-ball been? And thank you. That is $20. Thank you, Mason West. Well, Mason's a great dude. That's a big one, Mason. And I I really appreciate the super chat, and I hope that we get a podcast here soon. Uh, My first jersey was, as I just mentioned, Brian Erlacher. I got that in 2001. And I wore it at the Bears Lions game in Champaign, Illinois. First ever Bears game I went to was in Champaign nice. when they were renovating wow. Soldier Field here. So it wasn't there wasn't like a Colts one randomly back when you were like four or something like that. No, or another another sport team. I don't know. I, I didn't hear you in that part, unfortunately. But no. <laughs> another sport, another like no, like a baseball. No, it was Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Okay. Oh, congrats. Um, my first year's I think would have been Jordan, the black. One with the red pinstripes, like those alternates they came yeah. out with, I think, 95 those were, 94, 95, 95, I think. That would have been my – I still have that jersey. As you should. I still have that jersey. It was like – and it was one of the authentic ones, too, that had, like, the actual stitching in. Um, it's solid. Wait, it does the, not fit me anymore, but – The black with the red pinstripe? Yeah. That, like the one behind you? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Not on the screen, though, right uh, now. I, I've tilted but, down so we can get that beautiful yes, plant that, footage. Did you guys steal my jersey? Maybe. Yeah, it's that jersey. Okay. It shows you how observant I am. It's, that's what my wife would have said right there. Um, speaking of that transition, how has basketball been, Mason? There has been no basketball. I, I haven't been able to play since the pandemic started. Um and I appreciate you, you know, calling me out on Sunday mornings like, where's Hogue? Where's Nick? Uh, <laughs> I, I need an invite first before I can show up to a gym I did not know about. Um, but <laughs> if you give me like 30 days to try to get back into shape. And um, I was thinking right down here in the West Loop, there is a park that has some pretty nice. I typically do not like outdoor basketball because I just hate the rims. There's no give. It's impossible. But those courts look pretty nice. Maybe someday after a show, that's how we got to make this happen. I like it. Get everyone here. Yeah. And then I we'll can see how many injuries. How many injuries do we have at softball last night, by the way? I think just the oh, one. Uh, well, two? there were two that I know of. Uh, Matt Peck has re-torn his quad or whatever. <laughs> Is it really torn? I don't know. I'm just going to say torn. Clean. It sounds good. Uh, I mean, it happened four weeks ago. And yeah. then we were off for three weeks due to tornadoes and Memorial Day and another rainout. Another tornado, yeah. And so then uh, he goes back again last night, and he has redestroyed his quad. And then uh, our fearless leader, Kevin Kaduck, uh, he tweaked his hammy. I'm not sure if he's okay or not. He has, I don't know, I haven't seen any responses about that. But uh, I was forced to uh, pinch hit. I was there wow. just drinking hit, and enjoying 
Well, nice. I mean, I'm just happy I made contact. I haven't swung a baseball bat, softball bat, whatever. And you got a hit? No, oh, it was a. He hit it. It got caught. It was a fly ball they to were, deep short. It was a pop up. Our opponent yeah. took it super serious. They had uniforms, walk up music. Th- they were called the Beat. They had walk up music. They had walk up music. Adam. Yeah. Kevin says he's feeling good. Wait, they had walk up music. They, they had walk up music. Like someone had a boombox. Yes. 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 And every player had their own individual song for walk up music. I haven't decided in the moment if I'm incredibly impressed by that or incredibly annoyed. Well, I'll say this. But it is kind of cool. I did give credit to uh, one of the guys uh, who had uh, puddles on the back of his jersey. He was walking Puddles? Up, yes. He was walking up to the uh, NBA and NBC music from the 80s. You know, Okay, that's, how, that's awesome. Yeah and, I, <laughs> yeah, and he told me, he's like, you know, you know something good's going to happen after you hear that, so... That Kevin, was after, that was after Kevin's brother has a left thigh contusion? Yeah, he was wow. there. Yeah. What are you guys, the White Sox? Every week you guys have like three guys get on the injured list. It's not great. I, that was my first time being there. It was, uh, I don't know, I might have to actually play. I've been so like motivated be to go. I'm at, my, my son's baseball games are on Mondays. That's why I haven't been to one yet. Right. But the baseball season's over in a couple weeks. I was going to try to go. Now I'm just afraid. Nah, it's a good time. I don't. Apparently you can't drink in that park, and there were uh, there was a cop there. I didn't I didn't happen to care about that. <laughs> Great, I was still way to, way to admit that here in global. Well, he YouTube. didn't give you yeah. trouble about it, did he? No, no, no. I don't think the Chicago police really care if They're you're drinking re- in a park. No. I drank in a Chicago park. I'm sorry. Ooh, Eek. confession Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There it is. So I want to mention at least a couple things about training camp. That way our listeners kind of get some ideas. So first practice. For the Bears, officially, it's July 27th, so now we can put a countdown on it. Yes. First public practice, July 28th. There'll be 11 practices where fans can go to this year. And I want our listeners to mark their calendars in their phone because those tickets will become available July 7th. I expect them to go very quickly. Unlike last year, there's no more lottery system. It's first come, first serve. You're allowed to go to multiple days. So if I were you and you want to go to Bears training camp, Put a reminder in your phone for the morning of July 7th so you can go to Ticketmaster and get those Bears training camp tickets. So did they last year help me out? Because um, I wasn't, you know, I was kind of on the reporting side of things. Same. I wasn't, yeah, I, but did they, did the tickets sell out like right away? Yeah, it was a lottery system too. So you were only, if you got tickets, you only would get them for one day. So you can uh, request like I can do this day, this day, and that day. Is that why I only saw Greg Braggs on one day? Yes. And some people were able to work around it by, like, transferring the tickets. But as we noted last year, there weren't a lot of fans there, even though they did this lottery system. And I, I think with it being on Ticketmaster, now you can probably transfer them if you can't go, which is yeah. helpful. I still find it odd that you need tickets to go to training camp just from my lifetime experience of just driving there, parking, and walking yeah. in. But well, I'm, I'm glad that it's getting more normal, just getting past COVID. And I'm excited to see what they can do more with Hallis Hall now that it's been a couple of years, too. Look, I was actually impressed with how they were able to do it last year with the setup. Um, you know, there's a number of reasons why they were resistant to go to Lake Forest from Bourbon. A. I mean, I think it was something the team wanted to do for a while, quite frankly. But logistically, they had to do a lot of things. Yes. Like, have more practice fields. <laughs> Just start there. Um, then they had to have space to put up the bleachers. They managed to do that on two separate practice fields areas. I thought it was a good setup. I know the parking isn't ideal, but I'm sure they learned a lot of lessons from last year. And like anything you do, the second time you do it, it should be better. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wonder if the demand will... 
it's hard to like eyeball it, but I still feel like like was there a huge difference in the crowds compared to Bourbonnet? Yes. So what I remember, at least I was able to go for two days last year. It was only a couple thousand people. Yeah. And in Bourbonnet, you can get up to like twenty thousand fans there. Like to me, it was a huge. I seem difference. to remember like the best days in Bourbonnet being like nine thousand. No, I'm t- really? see, maybe I'm exaggerating here. And by the way, like I'm a going fishtail, but I feel like I've been there at least. Double digits, thousands. Like okay, maybe ten on a Saturday. Yeah, I don't know. I, you're right though. The capacity is probably about half. Um, but it is a good time. Is the point? If you and it's a good opportunity to go out and see House Hall if you've never seen it. Just yep. get on the grounds. And I think they're going back to like normal things yeah. too. It's so like your kids can get autographs again just yes. because we're past the COVID protocols. So it's a great time for the family to go as well and. I think Family Fest on that calendar, so it's all on ChicagoBears.com. But if you like training camp as much as I enjoy training camp and you, you want to go, again, July 7th is that target date to get those tickets. Um, and I do ex- get excited about this training camp schedule coming out, but for different reasons. Yes. It's purely selfish. I just like to plan my life. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife especially likes when the training camp schedule comes out so we can get things on the calendar. Um, so I am marking my calendar. and uh, But a lot of good information there from Will. So check it out. We do have a little bit of breaking news, Ooh. which I'm realizing we need like a breaking news sounder on this show. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Just like that. <laughs> Record perfect. that, bring that back, or just make sure you're here every day to do that. Got it. Um, according to Jordan Schultz, Rob Gronkowski is retiring. Wow. Even though Tom Brady is back. Yeah, we'll see if it sticks this time. You think he... Didn't stick last time. Um, I can see him coming back mid-season. Right. Honestly. Yep. Uh, an all-time great. Officially hangs him up at 33 years old. This from Jordan Schultz at Schultz Report on Twitter. Um, and just scrolling down, the first comment is, bro pulling a Brady, he'll be back in a week. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Which may have been me, actually, what I tweeted when Brady announced his retirement. I've never believed a retirement less than that one. I just didn't understand why it was rushed. It was like immediate. Like, buddy, take a couple weeks off. And now it kind of got broken. Remember, like the wrong wasn't Brady was overseas and like technically on vacation and he was going to announce it when he got back. Yeah, it leaked before he wanted to do it. It leaked and maybe that pushed it all up. But it was like, I don't believe this at all. He's coming back. And then I saw that. Uh, where is he on Twitter? That Greg Olson who's like temporarily holding on to Tom Brady's broadcasting job, which is sort of an awkward situation. A little bit. It's like said that not, that he thinks Brady's going to play until he gets 10 Super Bowls. That's what he's hoping because he wants that top spot in the box. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so um, anyway, Rob Gronkowski, one of the all-time great tight ends, if not the best, um, is retiring, and we'll see if that sticks. Also want to tell you, we have new CHGO shirts. That were released yesterday, um, and you need to check them out at the CHGO locker. Yes, Look you at do. those buttes. They are so awesome. Like I, I have to tell my wife this and let her know. And I, I think I mentioned that on a Wednesday show. If you like, what do you mean talking about? We pre-recorded yesterday's. I don't know if I broke the magic, but <sighs> uh, hey, we already talked wall. about it in there. It was done. I don't care. Okay, I, I really don't mind. But that skyline shirt's awesome. If you can look in there, you can see the bean. Which, again, to me, that's like a super awesome touch that some people overlook when it comes to 
you know, outlining Chicago and some of those historical and famous little landmarks there with the skyline. So that's really neat. And of course, Adam, I'm sure you're going to get the South Side Bias one like immediately, oh, yeah. right? I need that one. Um, I will, all due respect to the Cubs, I will not be buying that middle one. Um, it's a good looking shirt, though. It's a nice no, shirt. It's a solid shirt. I got, um, you know, obviously I'm a Sox fan, I'm, so I'm just not going to wear the Cubs stuff. Sorry, I'm just going to be a meatball from that standpoint. I don't, that's that's fine. not even a meatball. I should no, be a normal fan. Yeah. I, I don't know why that song annoys me. Wait, just you? What do you I mean? Everyone hates that song. Okay. I mean, then why did we make a shirt out of it? Um, we start to Because the Cubs it. fans they love it, to, and they'll buy it. Yeah. They start to podcast why. with that, too, though. They do? Yeah, Luke. Mm-hmm. Luke, That's Luke's little starting catchphrase, yep. if you will. I'm sorry, guys. I love you all uh, very much as teammates and friends. But that song, since, like, I was a kid, just – I. Well, it seems like it – I feel like back in the day it, it didn't really affect me. But, like, then they just started showing it on, on the after the game. Every, I feel like they didn't always do that. Yeah. It's just a lot. And I'm sure, like, Don't Stop Believing bothers Cubs fans, too. Yeah. And if they said that, I would totally understand. As a Sox fan, that song started to get annoying eventually. Yeah. By, like, 2007, when they were bad again, <laughs> and you still hear it in the bar and everyone would go crazy. I'm like, hey, can we move on from this a little bit? It was fun, though. Yeah, but, you know, the, the good thing is, is you don't get to hear uh, the uh, Go Cubs Go very much this year because they are terrible. <laughs> I don't know if you saw last night they lost to the Pirates 12-1. to 1. And I think the highlight of their season, I think it's the high point. There was a squirrel in the outfield that was being chased around by Ian Happ, and I, I don't think they're going to top that this year. That sounds kind of fun and entertaining, actually. It was, yeah. especially hearing uh, Pat Hughes call it. Well, Ron, there's a squirrel out there. <laughs> yeah, Pat Hughes okay. calling squirrel play-by-play, yeah. actually. I, I, should, we do a, sound should we do a break here? Should we do a little ad break? Um, we might as well, since we're on the baseball topic, yeah. then mention the uh, White Sox tailgate which is tomorrow um, at 11.30. And we're still letting you know about this. So we are the, – the game tickets are sold out. So that you, there for was us, for You can clearly go to the window because it's a Wednesday afternoon yeah, at, yes. at Sox Park, and there's going to be plenty of tickets available. That's why we're still telling you about this. So if you want to show up to Lot B, you do not need a ticket for that, for the tailgate part. Just show up, hang out. I'll be there. Lawrence will be there. Yep. Pretty much all of us will be there, I think. Um and if they're not, then I just committed everybody at CSGO to go. So, Sorry, Will. There. Too bad. Um, but you can come hang out with us, and then you'll just have to buy your own game ticket or just not go to the game. I don't care. And come then I'll hang say out this. In, in the YouTube uh, description of this video, uh, there is a link to a Weber grill deal. Um, please click on that if you're looking for a grill this summer. Uh, they're going to be out there tomorrow with us. Uh, they'll be, we'll be cooking some encased meats. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's that's why we want you to come out there to Lot B, 1130 until game time. And then we'll be at the game. You can join us there. I'll probably be wearing a CHO shirt. Actually, wait, I wore it last night. I don't know if I'll wear it tomorrow. Oh, well, you can wash it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I got the deets on the encased meats. Chicago's own Green Ridge Farm will be providing us with smoked Polish Let's sausages. go. Jalapeno cheddar brats. Mm. Yes. Hot dogs. Woo. And meat sticks. Okay, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that uh, means either, but I guess we'll find out. I've I've always been jealous because I'm not able to swing it this week with kind of how the schedule played out for all of us. But it was the meat sticks that did you over. Yeah, the meat sticks was the the deciding factor. I'm like, that's it. But Uh, now my stomach's like actually growling. 
Okay. I'm starving. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you're in luck because if you haven't tried them already, you can check out their stuff at Costco or most grocery stores, as well as online at GreenRidgeFarm.com. Well, I have to go stop at Costco on my way home. There I have no idea if I'm supposed to be telling you guys all this. It's just in the copy. It's there. Why not? It's in front of it's me. It's all so there. It's all there. Um, we should probably talk about the Green Bay Packers. What a transition and exciting thing. Do we want to talk about points better now? I think yeah, I was going to say. Maybe those ads. We could do that, too. So before we talk about the Packers, and I know, like, this whole opening segment, we've been dilly-dallying because, like, I don't want to talk about the Packers. Is that what it is? That's really what it is. And anywho, I just want to let everyone know that the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, You'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And as we just mentioned, you have three new options to choose from. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a more than $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. And if you have any questions and need help, you can email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and our team will help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better See an edge in the game you're watching? Is your favorite team prime for a comeback? Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. More live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. See why consumers say PointsBet has the fastest, uh, has been the fastest with their live bets. So follow along with your bets the moment they hit and stay in the live action all game long. You're right. This needs a little bit of work. Download the PointsBet <laughs> app right now and use the promo code CHGO. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. And once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. I, I do have good news for you on that front, though, because uh, we actually uh, found a time machine. And as Will kind of alluded to earlier, um, we went ahead to the future tomorrow. In the and DeLorean. Already, um, did that show for you. And in that show, I got through the points bet read perfectly, seamlessly. So, um, kiss. and then we got back in the DeLorean and came back to Tuesday and did the show. For Marty. Him. Yeah. We're going back to the future. He's doc and I'm the Marty. Chair. And it's, and unfortunately, it's I don't know. I think Lawrence is doc. Okay. Yeah. That 1.21 I mean, gigawatts. That was some good Christopher Floyd doc right doc. there. I'll give you that. Doc. This is heavy. This is heavy, man. <laughs> uh, dark Onyx says that will you're, or sorry, W I one, one flying through those reads. Like he wrote them himself. Uh, I think he, he, he chatted that right before, before I stumbled it. Yeah. 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 Right before. Yeah. You jinx me, Dark, but I, I do appreciate have, it. I do have a challenge for those of you watching live on YouTube and in the comments because we need a points bet pick of the week. And so those of you on points bet, drop some in the comments, and then we'll decide by the end of the show which one we're going with. Outsourcing. Well, Nick's the one who usually does this, and I don't spend a whole lot of time looking through lines especially non-football lines. Of course, I'm about to tell you about some points, bets, numbers on the Green Bay Packers, so maybe we'll go with one of those. But, yeah, if anyone has one they want to drop in, we'll uh, we'll roll with you on it. Our listeners get to pick the points, bet, pick of the week. That's interactive. I, I like, like it. it. I, I enjoy yeah. it as well. But Green Bay? 
Yeah, right. not so much. Uh, they went 13-4, and four, the Green Bay Packers, last season. You may remember that. Um, and then, in classic Green Bay fashion, after a great regular <laughs> season, um, they didn't even make it to the Super Bowl. They lost to the 49ers in the divisional round. As we talked about yesterday when we previewed San Francisco, mm-hmm. if you want to go back, if you missed that show, the week one preview is in Monday's episode. Um, it was that cold fun game to watch for the 49ers uh beat the Packers Robbie Gold walking off on Lambeau Field and sending Aaron Rodgers home for the winter the that's long, still that's like winter. one of my favorite football moments of last season that one yeah, yeah. I don't the the Robbie Gold aspect was awesome. That, that's it. Like the fact that it had to be Robbie to send him home. And then and he then, said F the Packers. That's right. The he said we're all thinking. Yeah. Right yeah. there. Beautiful. So uh, you could tell it meant a little bit more to him. So the Packers have had an interesting offseason, obviously. They traded Devontae Adams. Um, that was fun being in Wisconsin that when that news broke and just slowly seeing the reaction of Packer fans around me at the bar we were at uh, as they were the news was coming across their phones. Um, that was entertaining to witness. <laughs> Devontae Adams gone. Zadarius Smith gone. Marquez Valdez Scantling gone. Also, if you want to say Equimania St. Brown. Lucas Patrick. Yeah, Lucas, I was going to mention Lucas Patrick. Lucas Patrick, a couple Packers who uh, have come to the Bears. Of course, Luke Getze. That's right. As well, the quarterback's coach coming to Chicago to be the offense coordinator. I almost changed the key losses just to be those three, but I decided not to. Yeah. No, it's it, it, a lot of offensive change there. Yes, I mean, there is. Anybody who's watched the Packers, and we've seen it especially uh, last year, just talk about from a matchup standpoint, it's Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams in the passing game. Like, that's what they would do. And Jalen Johnson, one of the things we talked about last season, was doing a pretty good job against Devontae Adams. Then they just move him inside the slot because Adams can play mm-hmm. everywhere, create that matchup where – they, the Bears wouldn't uh, move Jalen Johnson in the slot, and all of a sudden, there you go. Game's over. Yeah, I mean, Devontae we've seen Adams that for years. Like, yeah. And now he's gone, and I can breathe. I don't know if I can say I can breathe easier because there's still Aaron Rodgers under center, but not having that matchup nightmare in the re- as a receiver is going to make things, you have to hope, a, a, a little bit easier for the Bears. And I know the Packers, they drafted two receivers, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and I saw a comment, too, from Alex saying, you know, Zach Tom and Romeo Dobbs are kind of key rookies, too, and you're right. We just went with the top three guys, but I expect both of them to be contributors for the Packers as well. Green Bay also brought in wide receiver Sammy Watkins to kind of come in, and Watkins had a down year last year in Baltimore, and I think Baltimore's season was just real funky with all the injuries that they're going through as well. Watkins has had, like, five down years in a row. In Kansas City, he was fine. Because he was in Kansas City. But now he's with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So I would expect him to go kind of back to what we saw in KC. But that's a big downgrade from Devontae Adams. I'm not saying it was was a total replacement. So, and then Jaron Reed, solid pickup. Um, I had to put O'Donnell on there. I mean, that's the three top contracts, like, that they signed in free agency was Watkins, Reed, and then O'Donnell. Well, look, they've had some punter issues. They've had special teams issues all over the place. So, yeah, they may have lost Luke Getze. They may have taken a downgrade on offense. But here's the special teams guy coming out. That was a huge focus for them in the offseason. Uh, Pat O'Donnell, not necessarily like the top punter in the league, but a big upgrade over what they've had. Remember, uh, 
Rich, uh, not butchering his name, the botch, uh, the Raiders coach last year. Bacchia. No. Why? Bacchia. Bacchia. I had it in my head and then it just didn't come out. I, I looked this one Bisaccia. up. I was embarrassed yesterday with, you know, mispronouncing so many things. Yeah. So I took some extra time to get the actual pronunciation guide in front yeah. of me. Hey, but that was an underrated storyline. The Bears wanted him. Yes, they did. Bisaccia. And I, my opinion, they lost Chris Tabor in the meantime. And they didn't necessarily need to lose Chris Tabor. But new coaching staff wanted Bisaccia. They didn't end up with either. And then Richard Hightower is here. So, and Richard Hightower could be fine, but that's how that all played out. And the Packers ended up with Bisaccia. They lost. The biggest reason they lost that game to the 49ers was special teams. Exactly. Now, Aaron Rodgers did not have a great second half. The offense did not have a great second half. They need to accept more accountability probably on that side of the ball when those games do happen in the playoffs. But special teams was their biggest problem. Bears fans knew that because despite losing at Lambeau, the Bears special teams kicked our ass in that game. Like, it was glaring that even though the Packers were a far better team, that that was a huge problem. So it was not surprising to see them lose in the playoffs because of that special teams unit. And it has been a huge focus in the offseason to fix that. So just don't forget that they should be better in that area, which was certainly their biggest weakness last year. Yeah, and obviously that's uh, good for them. Maybe not great news for the Bears. Just when I look at this game, the biggest question is going to be, you know, who does this offense go through now that Devontae Adams is no longer here? Alan Lazard is now officially wide receiver one. I know Aaron Rodgers is a big fan of Lazard. Uh, he made, uh, what, in the final six games of last season, Lazard had 23 catches for 303 yards, and five of those were touchdowns. Uh, so they're, they have a really good chemistry. I'm curious to see how big of a role Christian Watson will have by week two. I can't is, wait to see Alan Lazard overdrafted in my fantasy league because that's full of Packer fans. Was <laughs> it going the second round? That's going to be awesome. Hey, that's better for you. <laughs> that's what I mean. Smart, yeah. And then Aaron Jones, and then you also have A.J. Dillon back there. They had uh, over 2,200 scrimmage yards last year combined for 17 touchdowns. Uh, Aaron Jones is one of eight players in the NFL with 50 or more touchdowns since 2017. So obviously, and we've seen him you know, multiple times per season. I think the good news for the Bears playing the Packers, though, so early, Adam, is, you know, David Bakhtiari is still coming back from the ACL. I know it happened two seasons ago, but he only played in one game last year and wasn't quite right, so they uh, deactivated him. And that was week 18. Like, they gave it a go to see, like, right before the playoffs. Like, can he still – can he jump in now? And the answer is no. And they said, like, even this offseason, like, he's not participating in minicamp, or he didn't. He didn't participate in OTAs. And – they say, yeah, we hope for that he's ready, but we also thought he would be ready last year. So, is this yeah? It's, a, it's starting to get to like, all right, I would get an answer if I was a Packer fan. Yeah, uh, I think that like, what's right. really going on here that is that is that uh, is that knee not right? And then they also have Elkton Jenkins, who is a Pro Bowler. He tore his ACL in November, and his Week One status is in big question. So that offensive line not having two of its best players could lean into uh, the Bears' favor in this game. And then when you look at the key losses, I think the big one for him, though, is Zadarius Smith, right? Like, he was like their premier edge guy, and he always gave the Bears problems. And I know Rashawn Gary is expected to step into a much bigger role, and that Packers defense is expected to be very good this year. But I still think losing Zadarius Smith 
uh, is going to be a big one for them. They drafted Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker to shore up the middle. You know, Kenny Clark's grinning ear to ear, getting some help up there in the interior because he's been having to be like a one-man show for years. He's really good, so having a better supporting cast, to me, like, that scares me because I know what Kenny Clark's capable of, and they can't double-team him. And with that Bears interior, if that's Lucas Patrick, that'd be a fun battle because they know each other so well. Let's take a look at the uh, points bet numbers on the Green Bay Packers. Look, this is still a team that is being taken very seriously as one of the top teams in the NFL. They are plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl, which ranks fourth in the league. They only trail the Bills, Bucks, and Kansas City Chiefs in that regard at plus 1,000. So they're the fourth highest favorite to win the Super Bowl. Of course, number two in the NFC then to only the Bucks at plus 450. Um, and they are minus 185 as huge favorites to win the NFC North. Uh, the That over-under pretty high at 11.5 uh, with the over at plus 110, the under at minus 130. I don't know. This... Uh, look, I think the Packers are going to win the division. I think the Packers are still going to be good. I, they, t- they still seem right to me to be a team though that kind of struggles like to what mm-hmm. these high expectations are. They're really the fourth best team in the NFL. Like if I were to be doing power rankings right now with their offseason and losing Devonte Adams, um, I don't know that I'm putting them fourth right now, if that makes sense. Like, they're still top 10. Again, I still think they win the division. A lot of that has to do with the other teams in the division. But I'm not necessarily bullish on them winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, of course, there may be some bias there. Uh, I know their you know, defense has been very strong, but when you look at DVOA, they were 22nd last year. And so, and I know they made some additions, but are they? I, they got Jair Alexander back, though. Well, and he's really good. And he's really good. Highest paid cornerback in the league. He broke some records in terms of like money given to a DB from his signing bonus as well. Uh, so the Bears didn't have to face him once last year. So that's going to be something that Justin Fields will be king in on because he's a damn good cornerback too. But like you, Adam, Super Bowl, I would not put those expectations on him, and until they show us that they can find ways to move that football as effectively as they did with Devontae Adams now that he's gone. I mean, how many times did Aaron Rodgers, like, over the years, like, just make a quick call to the line of scrimmage, get the ball out immediately, yeah. Devontae Adams, and then magic would happen with the ball in his hand. Like, he doesn't have that guy anymore. Randall Cobb is maybe the closest that he has in terms of, like, chemistry and familiarity to be that guy. And the Randall Cobb, as much as he's always going to be a pain in my ass, he is now Devontae Adams. Well, and it just seems like... Like, what's the over-under in this game against the Bears for – because still early on in the season where uh, Aaron Rodgers is yelling at somebody on the field because he's upset that they're not lined up properly. It yeah. doesn't have that same chemistry as, as, as Devontae Adams. Like, I would probably set it at two and a half. I was going to say three would be, like, <laughs> where I expect it to happen, so I'll take the over on it. All right. Well, we got that one down. I don't know if you can get <laughs> odds on that with points bet quite yet, but maybe. Um, hey – just circling back on the Rob Gronkowski thing, uh, that was uh, quite a retirement. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeting. It's al- over? Already. Well, it's not over, but tweeting already. In reaction to Rob Gronkowski's news, his agent Drew Rosenhaus texts, quote, 
It would not surprise me if Tom Brady calls him during the season to come back and Rob answers the call. This is just my opinion, but I wouldn't be surprised if Rob comes back during the season. I just said that. Or next season. All right. So that's his own agent saying, yeah, yeah, he's retired, but, you know. He just wants an extended break. Right. And then once the Super Bowl run is intact, all right, let's go. Oh, yeah, once Brady needs his tight end by midseason, then he'll be. And then he'll use the rest of the season to get back into shape, and by the playoffs, he's back to being Gronk. Wow. So what in summary, what a position to be in. Uh, draft Rob Gronkowski in your fantasy league higher than Alan Lazard. What? Like this year? Yeah. Wow. And then stash him on IR. And That's then what I mean. Eight I, months I later, like, Tommy Pham will punch you him in the face. He might not be I, eligible to draft if he's retired. That, that, was, a, that was a Tommy Pham, mm-hmm. Jock Peterson joke. I don't know if that went. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. so, yes. I, I got no, it. No, I got you. Stashing yeah. on IR is not cheating. I get it. Yeah. <sighs> I, I barely heard it, though. Yeah, I know. We'll get yeah. you some sort of. That was one of the under, most underrated storylines of the uh, summer. But MLB f- players fighting over fantasy football. It comes to 2022. Like a year later. It's great stuff. All right, we need to get to um, a couple player uh, players that we need to talk about. But first, Will. Owen. Yeah. Only what you need. Uh, I definitely want to tell everyone uh, about this amazing uh, company and some of their amazing products. So Owen, it's a 100% plant-based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works as hard as you do. And all their products are free of artificial ingredients, allergen friendly. There's no gluten. There's no dairy. And it's my favorite part is that it's easily digestible. I've had some digestive issues when it comes to breaking down proteins and some typical protein shakes, uh, whether it be powder form or some other, you know, ones you can buy in like the, the cold section uh, at GNC or some of the other stores there. Uh, so for me, when I found Owen a couple of years ago and tried their products and the fact that I was able to like not have stomach pain after I worked out was, uh, I'd just say a tremendous bonus or benefit uh, to actually find something that, that does that for me. Uh, and I know I've appreciated them. And right now I've been sipping on that chocolate peanut butter protein shake has 30 grams of protein in every bottle and it tastes delicious. And that, you know, over some ice after a workout, super uh, refreshing. And we've heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback, Justin Fields. He follows a plant-based diet and Owen and CCO, we have partnered up to give you our listener an awesome offer you can get 20% of off your first purchase at liveowen.com. And all you need to do is use our code CHGO20. That's CHGO20 to get 20% off your first purchase at liveowen.com. So join us and Dustin Fields and try Owen. Only what you need. And if you're here, if you're watching, if you're listening, we appreciate your support here at CHGO. Of course, we have podcasts, live shows every single day. And can't wait get to get to the season, post-game shows. But the fact you're here in the dead period of the summer uh, says a lot about what you feel about what we're doing so far. And we appreciate that. So um, want to make sure you know that we have premium written content for all of our members at allchgo.com. Check it out. Get those memberships. And you can get a free shirt when you sign up. One of those shirts that we've been talking about and putting on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. We have dope merch for all of the teams. And when you sign up, you get one of those shirts and access to the members-only Discord. Of course, as we continue to grow here, too, at CHGO, we're going to have more and more events for you. We already had a Bulls watch party that was a lot of fun. Our White Sox tailgate is tomorrow. Just one more reminder, we are sold out on tickets to the actual game, but there's no reason if you're heading down on the south side tomorrow, you can go walk over to Lot B. We'll be out there. 
Come say hey. Come hang out with us before the game. Should be a lot of fun. And we will be joined by the grilling experts over at Weber Grill while we're there. They'll have their portable gas grill, the Traveler, to cook up the meats. And uh, check out the link in the YouTube description to get the perfect tailgating grill yourself. I can't wait till we start having some Bears events and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, good opportunity tomorrow to come out and hang out with us. But there will be more events coming in the future, we promise. So, all right. Time for our player grade today as we continue this series. And, um, look, at some point, we had to talk about the long snapper. I mean, obviously. I mean, how, you can't just skip over the long snapper. I have He's, a question just real quick sure. before we get into that. So how we're going about these, are you just going up, like, as your grades go up? Kind of. Um, for the most part, they're not necessarily in exact order. Okay. But we're... We're uh, we're working our way up. I was I was just wondering what God is yeah. here. Yeah, no, just that and who I feel like talking about every day. What are you laughing at? Will? Roll of the dice. Well, I'm Lawrence. not laughing at anything. Yeah, I meant to say Lawrence, <laughs> and then That's I fine. said Will because you're next to me. It happens. Um, today is the long snapper, Patrick Scales. I actually struggle with this one a little bit. So, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've I've taken a like, I know we kind of joke around about what these numbers mean, but I put a lot of effort into these. I've been doing these since 2013, I believe. Um, I've talked to coaches. I've, I've done a lot of different things to tweak them. They are kind of based on a tweaked um, scale that NFL teams use, like, for their own grades. And they all vary, which is why I tweaked my own. I struggle with the long snapper one a little bit, right? Like, Patrick Scales is good enough to be considered, like, a starting long snapper, He's done a good job. He's been the team's long snapper since 2015. But the way that you get docked points for missing tackles here and there, like yeah, it, it almost has to be graded a little bit on the curve for a long snapper. Um, the only time Patrick Scales is losing points is if there's an obvious bad snap because I – I'm learning more and more about long snapping in my role as a special teams coordinator, but I am far from an expert. So, like, Patrick Scales can probably tell you when a snap is bad just because the laces are pointed the wrong way because they actually literally work on that where the laces come perfectly to the holder. Like, like the amount of spins. The amount of rotations wow. on the football that goes into that. And there's no way you could see that from, you know, the Fox TV broadcast. Right. Um, and even on the coach's tape, it's hard. So... Patrick Scales is a really good player um, in terms of being a long snapper. The way it comes out in my system, he technically turns out being a fringe starter. There were a couple games in there just looking back at at his season where I think there was only one where he ended up with a negative grade. So maybe there was a – I didn't go back and watch the tape. There was maybe a bad snap, maybe a missed tackle. um, Because long snappers do have to get downfield and cover too. That's part of the job. That's part of – what you have to do. So he did have four special teams tackles last season. Um, and it is interesting this season, as we mentioned Pat O'Donnell earlier, Patrick Scales will be working with a new punter and a new holder. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that side of it as Trenton Gill comes in as the new punter, the seventh-round draft pick out of North Carolina State. So um, there is Patrick Scales. All right. Uh, I actually forgot that he was hurt the 2017 season. Yeah, he he tore his ACL. He, he missed ACL. the entire 2017 season. Otherwise, he has been here. Um, you know, he's essentially been the next Patrick Manley. Although he's got a lot more years to go mm-hmm. before he reaches that that status. But the Bears have been, you know, they've been like the Green Bay Packers at long snapper. 
<laughs> well, moral <laughs> victories, I guess. But no, Scales is someone that, like you said, was able to overcome that injury. And I don't know of many like long snappers that end up missing a whole year and can remain with their team because it's a position where you know you can you bring fu- in the next guy, you bring yeah. in another guy, yeah. and it, it, I don't again, like you said, there's a difference in terms of like being good and great, and it's hard to tell sometimes unless you like you're in it and you know it. But obviously he has something to him to kind of stick around throughout these changes and going through that injury. And he was a vital part of Cairo Santos and his ability to be as a consistent kicker as he is. I mean, th- part of the three-headed you know, machine, you know, snap, hold, kick. And Gil has a lot of pressure on him to kind of make sure that stays intact because if things start to sway a bit, that's the only part of the equation that has changed. Yep. Yep, that is uh, a big, I don't want to say big change this year, but it is something that cannot be ignored if that ends up being you only one of those things you only notice until it's a problem in the season. All right, uh, Will has another player preview to check out at allchgo.com. I do. So this is my, I'm not going to say the last of my defensive ones because I still have some of the bigger names I want to hit on a little bit closer to training camp, but... Before I switch over and look at some of the offensive players, uh, the last defender I looked at here uh, is a new guy in town, and that's Justin Jones, the new three-tech that's coming over, I almost said from San Diego. Uh, incorrect. Yeah. It just it just happens, though. Like, that muscle memory, the synapses in my brain. Well, they also so, ca- you also kind of forget they're in L.A. <laughs> right, because like, they're just like the, the baby brother there, the younger one, while the Rams kind of steal the show. But... Justin Jones, not the Bears' first option, as we well know. Larry Ogunjobi was, but the failed physical didn't end up you know, going in the Bears' favor. But last season, the former Charger, Justin Jones, had career highs in sacks with three, tackles 37, and QB Hicks 5. Uh, actually, those, uh, those three sacks count for uh, two-thirds of his career total. Uh, so a lot of it came last season. And that, all that production did come in only 11 games, which was the fewest amount that he's ever played in a single season. Uh, he missed five games with a calf injury uh, that was sustained, sustained week one, and then he also missed week 16 uh, as he was on the COVID list. Uh, I want to mention my advanced stat, although I usually kind of keep that for the reader of it, but I really like this one. Uh, two seasons ago, so the 2020 season, Jones is one of three defensive linemen in the entire NFL to play over 500 snaps without having a single missed tackle. Oh. Uh, so I thought that was something that shows like what the Bears were kind of hoping yeah. out of him. And on as well as you know, uh, his average depth of tackle came 2.5 yards down the field, which was a hefty amount further back than Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, his was at 1.9, so there are missing. But if you go back two years ago, Justin Jones' average depth of tackle was exactly what Ogunjobi had last year at that 1.9. So he's been able to do it before penetrate that backfield make plays at the line of scrimmage or behind it and that's the upside that Ryan Poles is kind of banking on here we know coach Eberflus has that track record of making good players play at a very good level and I believe that's what they're you know again hoping for out of him and my big question is can he become the guy that they were looking for all along uh I'm not going to put those expectations on him right away uh he will have to prove that I don't think it's fair to put those lofty expectations on him today. Time's only going to tell, but he's someone that I think the fact that he should know he wasn't the team's first choice should only add an extra chip to his shoulder. They like his athleticism, and uh, honestly, they just didn't have – they don't have many other options right now at 3-Tech on this roster, so he's going to be 
forced to play the bulk of the snaps there, regardless if he's playing at a super high level or not. And again, we'll see exactly how it all shakes out. What are your thoughts about Justin Jones entering the season, Adam? Um, you know, I, I'm very skeptical. Mm-hmm. First of all, I like his attitude. I like, um, you know, I like everything he said. Um, I think that that he could be, I don't know, like have an like an Angelo Blackson type impact this year, sort of that type of signing. Like I, I feel like we've been, a, not I'm not saying same position. I'm just saying like as a defensive lineman who was signed, who, you know, did some good things, was a re- reliable player last year. Um, I don't know that the Bears have signed a future superstar here. I'm not, and I'm not sure anybody's saying that either. Right. Um, so that, that's all. And I'm just like, need to see him stay healthy. Right. Yep. And that was really last year was the anomaly for him in terms of missing a good chunk of games. And, uh, luckily it was like a, a calf is something that you recover from and it's not going to be a reoccurring thing. Uh, if Mason's watching, he can definitely correct me if Mm -hmm. I'm wrong. Uh, that's definitely his forte over mine, but if he's there and he's healthy again, I'm expecting solid play. He should be more than serviceable, but is he going to be like the premier, the top end three tech that Coach Eberflus wants in this defense? I put in my article that the three tech is, and I quote myself, the secret sauce that makes that defense work. No. Uh, that, again, we'll see. Uh, I don't want to say he will become that type of player for the Bears. Uh, he has a lot to prove. However, if he ends up playing higher than we expect, A, I'd be very happy with that. And B, I wouldn't be super surprised. I would just be, you know, mildly surprised. All right. Um, good stuff there. Of course, read the whole thing at allchgo.com. And it is time for us to get out of here. Woo. But uh, another preview episode in the books. We are back tomorrow. Um, we're going to do some mind games. That's don't, right. You know, don't be surprised if we're wearing the same clothes. And don't be surprised if somehow we did that show before we recorded this one by going into the future. The DeLorean, we have that technology. We do have fancy technology here at CHGO. We can't clone, but we do have a time machine that helps us do stuff like that so we can (laughs) attend the White Sox tailgate tomorrow, which, again, you can come out and hang out with us. But we will have a show for you tomorrow. We preview the Houston Texans. We go through some more players as we continue our offseason shows here on the CHGO Bears podcast. Check out those new shirts uh, at allchgo.com in the CHGO locker. There's some good ones there. Please follow us on Twitter at CHGO underscore sports underscore bears. I'm at Adam Hogue. He is at Will DeWitt. The L's are ones. Thanks to our producer, Lawrence. He's uh, we, we didn't do an Aaron Rodgers bit is the only my only yeah, regret. That's fine. But I think there's we, plenty more days for that. We get it. Yeah. All right. We're out of here. Talk to you tomorrow as we preview the Texans. And we're back at it Thursday and the rest of the week. Talk to you then.